Sufficient. Aganiharanaya. For taking away the reactions of sinful activities. Umsam. Of human beings. Sankirtanam. The congregational chanting. Bhagavata. Of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Guna, of the transcendental qualities. Karmanamnam, and of his names according to his activities and pastimes. Bikrusha, crying, crying to without offense. Putram, his son. Agavan, the sinful, 
यत सिंस अजामिलापीवन अजामिल नारायण द लॉर्ड्स नेम नारायण इति दस मियमाना डाइंग अचीव्ड मुक्तिम लिबरेशन ट्रांसलेशन एंड प्रपोर्ट बाई हिज डिवाइन ग्रेशियल Therefore, it should be understood that one is easily relieved from all sinful reactions by chanting the holy name of the Lord and chanting of His qualities and activities. This is the only process recommended for the relief from sinful reactions. If one chants the holy name of the Lord with improper pronunciation, he will achieve relief from material bondage if he chants without offense. Ajamil, for example, was extremely sinful, but while dying, he merely chanted the holy name. And although calling his son, he achieved complete liberation because he remembered the name of Narayan. Everyone can please repeat. Therefore, it should be understood that one is easily relieved from all sinful reactions by chanting the holy name of the Lord and chanting of his qualities and activities. This is the only process recommended for relief from sinful reactions. Even if one chants the holy name of the Lord with with improper pronunciation, he will achieve relief from material bondage if he chants without offense. Ajamil, for example, was extremely sinful. But while dying, he merely chanted the holy name. And although calling his son, he achieved complete liberation because he remembered the name of Narayan. Purport. In the assembly of Raghunath Das Goswami's father, Haridas Thakur confirmed that simply by chanting the holy name of the Lord, one is liberated, even if he does not chant completely inoffensively. Smarta Brahmanas and Mayavadis do not believe that one can achieve liberation in this way. But the truth of Haridas Thakur's statement is supported by many quotations from the Srimad Bhagavatam. Omagyana Tibanandasya Ganam Jana Sharakaya Chakshurum Militam Yenatasma Suri Gurave Namaha. So this is just the first part of the purport, that just so I don't, being Kali Yuga, so I don't forget this point. No. Um, so Haridas Thakur was invited by Balaramacharya to come to the assembly of Govardhan and his family, and all these Brahmins were, were assembled, and... Just by hearing about the glories of Haridas Thakur, everyone uh, 
glorified him as if they had five mouths. Uh, and and then some of the Brahmins said, yes, this chanting of the holy name will relieve one from all sinful activity. And another Brahmin said, yes, not only that, they will give liberation. But Haridas said, that's not the real final result or purpose or goal of chanting the holy name. The goal is to achieve pure love for Krishna. Uh, and then he gave some examples, which Srila Prabhupada refers to here, that just like the ocean of ignorance that covers the living entities, uh, that ocean can immediately be crossed over by the inoffensive chanting of the holy name. But even when there's a glimpse of daylight, all the ghosts, all evil personalities, thieves, and all kinds of uh, unsavory persons, they disappear, they go away. And and then he said, so liberation you know, is not such a big thing. Even devotees don't aspire for liberation. They accept it if the Lord wants it. Otherwise, they simply want to please Krishna. And then one smarta Brahmin, you know, Gopal Chakravarti, he objected and he said, you know, yogis and jnanis go lifetime after lifetime of, of performing austerities and penances. But uh, just to get liberation, you're saying it's so cheap? No. And Haridas responded no, by one one verse from Haribhakta Shudodaya that Tvatsakshad Karanala Dha that Oh my Lord, no, Jagat Guru, that now that I've entered into this ocean of transcendental bliss by serving you, by glorifying you, uh, I'm situated in perfect transcendence. No? So blissful that the Sukhani Goshpadayanti, that the pleasure material pleasure and even the pleasure of uh, Brahman or Brahmananda is as insignificant as the water crossing over the the water in a a calf's hoof print. And so then uh, Gopal Chakravarti, because it's very typical that Mayavadis, atheists, they cannot accept the holy name. There's one quote one of these verses, and I think it's in the, I can't remember, it's this chapter, the previous chapter, which is from the Padma Puran, in the whole section where it speaks about the offenses against the holy name. It says that one can chant, uh, Rupa Goswami also repeats it, in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, that one can chant uh, with, with proper pronunciation, without proper pronunciation, uh, with attention, without attention, or he's given so many things. Uh, and he says, and, and the holy name will take effect. But if one chants the holy name for pious activities, for wealth, fame, distinction, or, or without faith in the holy name of the Lord, without faith in the Lord, then the holy name will take a very long time. And as Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami said, you can chant for hundreds of years, but if you don't learn to chant without offenses, then 
the holy name well. No, take a long time. Maybe many, many births. Maybe hundreds of births. No, that's chanting. What to speak of not chanting. No. So, uh, so anyway, now Srila Prabhupada gives some quotes. He said there are many quotes which support the statement of Haridas Thakur. And here are some of the quotes. And I want to emphasize two of them. from One from the Bhagavatam, other from Padma Purana. Sayam, in his commentary on this verse, for example, Sridhar Swami gives the following quotation. Sayam patirgrinan bhaktya dukkha gramyad bimuchate. If one always chants the holy name of the Lord with great devotion, in the evening and in the morning, one can become free from all material miseries. Another quotation confirms that one can achieve liberation if one hears the holy name of the Lord constantly, every day with great respect. Anudinamidam adarina shinban. So in those two verses, the emphasis is chanting day and night continually, no, adarina, and with great attention. Another quotation says, And this is a very beautiful quotation from Bhagavatam. Shravanam kirtanam dhyanam harirad bhuta karmana janma karma gunanam cha tadarte kilam chastitam. One should always chant and hear about the extraordinary, wonderful activities of the Lord. One should meditate upon these activities and one should endeavor to please the Lord. This is from Bhagavatam 11.3.27. So in this particular verse, three things are emphasized. I just wanted to speak about two of these quotes from, that Srila Prabhupada gives here. In this one, he says, first thing, one should always, no, not sometimes, always, and this is emphasized in all these verses, one should always chant and hear about the extraordinary, wonderful activities, first thing. Second thing, no, one should meditate on these activities. And third thing, no, tadarte akilam chastitam, that one should always um, endeavor to please the Lord. No. This is, of course, what Rupa Goswami emphasized, that favorable devotional service means you want to please the Lord. No. Uh, it's not done for one's personal benefit or for one's personal pleasure because Krishna, Rama is the source of all pleasure and therefore if we please him we will automatically be pleased and if we're not pleased by devotional service then we may not be pleasing Sri Guru, Sri Vaishnava or the Supreme Personality of Godhead if you don't please the spiritual master, and you don't please the Vaishnavas, then how can you please Krishna? No. Krishna says in the uh, fifth canto that I eat through the mouths of the Brahmins. Everything I do comes through the Brahmins. Of course, that means Vaishnava Brahmins. But in any case, uh, such an important instruction. No. Always chant and and always chant and hear about the Lord, always meditate on the Lord, and endeavor to please the Lord. Sridhar Swami also quotes from the Puranas, Papakshaya, Chabavanti, Smaratam, Tara, Aharnisham. 
One can become free from all sinful reactions simply by remembering the lotus feet of the Lord day and night. Ahar Nisham. Furthermore, he quotes from the Bhagavatam 6.3.31 Tasmat Sankirtanam Vishnu Jagan Mangalam Amhasam Mahatam Api Korabhya all these quotations prove that one who constantly engages in chanting and hearing the holy activities, name, fame, and form of the Lord is liberated. As stated wonderfully in this verse, etavatalam agha pumsam Simply by uttering the name of the Lord, one is freed from all sinful reactions. Now one may wonder, Srila Prabhupada points out in another purport, one may say, well, Ajamil, he was so sinful. So how could he have achieved, because in previous verses, it says that Ajamil achieved freedom from all sinful activities. Because he was always chanting. Narayan was his favorite son. No. So he was always chanting the name of Narayan. But at the same time, he was performing so many sinful activities. So how... Uh, Prabhupada, uh, he states the rhetorical question, which he answers. Uh, how is it that, that uh, he could be freed from sinful activities even while he was committing sinful activities? And so the answer is that, which is given by Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, that, and Prabhupada quotes it, that he wasn't conscious of, he was never thinking that his chanting of that name would, re, would in any way relieve him from sinful activity. He never considered that, and especially at the time of death, he simply cried out in a helpless condition. No. And this is what the Lord requires. <clears throat> in, the, in the introduction to the teachings of Kapila Day, Srila Prabhupada says that the Lord personally intervenes in the life of a devotee when the devotee cries out to the Lord you know, in utter helplessness, like a child crying for the mother. You know. A child, a two-month-old child, what recourse do they have? You know? They can't think, well, if mother doesn't come, I'll, you know, call 911. They, they just think that, you know, this is it. This is everything. So when we're chanting, when we're chanting like that, in utter helplessness, which of course, uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu defined for us, because utter helplessness may be, uh, you know, differently interpreted. So Lord Chaitanya mercy, mercifully told us, what does that mean? That is helplessness. When one is so humble that one understands that actually I am a servant of everyone. When one is so tolerant that one understands that whatever is happening to me, I'm the cause. I'm the ultimate cause. Now there may be, and there may be intermediate justice that's the duty of the Kshatriyas. Even though Kshatriyas cannot think like Brahmins. No? Well, you know, he did something sinful, so, you know, that's okay. He killed somebody else, but he, that person probably killed him, so 
I'll just chant my mantras. No. A Brahmin may think like that. No. But of course, even Brahmins are responsible for justice to a certain degree. But a Kshatriya, but a devotee in his heart, he thinks that I have to tolerate because I'm the cause. And then, uh, Amanina, not desiring any recognition, and Manadena, but wanting to recognize everyone. This is the most difficult thing to see uh, the qualities, the, the wonderful qualities in, in the Vaishnavas. Even some people couldn't see it in Prabhupada, although we could all see it. Uh, that's why we're here. But some people couldn't see it. What to speak of seeing it in somebody who's just coming to Krishna consciousness, someone who's struggling in Krishna consciousness. But that's the challenge. That's what Manadena means. It means look for those wonderful qualities. Mahatma Prabhu, one time we were doing a, uh, uh, a retreat on tolerance and, and chanting the holy name. And so he had an exercise. He said, now everyone, uh, think about someone, just think about some devotee and all the faults they may have. Everybody started writing very rapidly. And then he said, now think about all their good qualities. Well, it was a little more difficult. So, the chanting of the holy name, we have to do it in that mood. Looking for those wonderful qualities. If you can't think of anything else, as Rupa Goswami says, at least in the mind, you should see this person is chanting the holy name. No. Uh, if it's good enough for a Jamil, no, it should work for us. No. Of course, we should not be on the Jamil program. No, <laughs> let me wait. Let me have twenty sons, all with different names of Vishnu, and then you know, uh, I'll, I'll certainly I remember one of them at the time of death. Prabhupada said, "Don't wait until the last three years." No, he didn't say seven days. We're not quite as qualified as Pariksha Maharaj. So he said. Don't wait till the last three years. No. Otherwise, do it in the first three years. So, Srila Prabhupada continues. No. Um, the word alam, which is used in this verse, indicates that simply uttering the holy name of the Lord is sufficient. The word is used with different imports, as stated in the Amarakosha, the most authorized dictionary of the Sanskrit language. Alam Bhushana. Paryapti Shakti Varana Bachakam. The word alam is used to mean ornament, sufficiency, power, and restraint. Here the word alam is used to indicate that there is no need for any other process, for the chanting of the holy name of the Lord is sufficient. Even if one chants imperfectly, one becomes free from all sinful reactions. Now this was stated in a previous verse, famous verse. No. Tan nama ghanadibi. No. That the holy name is sufficient. No. But of course, as stated in previous verses, if you're actually chanting the holy name properly, then you will remember. No. The holy name is the seed by which the, the forms, the qualities, and the pastimes of the Lord manifest. And if we're chanting properly, we'll automatically want to remember these things. Automatically, they will be attractive. And on the other hand, as Srila Prabhupada begins in his purport, if we're chanting 
if if we're hearing properly, this will uh, enhance our chanting. So these two, Shravanam Kirtanam, they, they go together and they create Shmaranam. First we hear, we have to hear about the glories of the net, of the holy name. Why is it so wonderful? Just like in the Skanda Purana, it says, uh, to encourage us, Madhura Madhura Metam Mangalam Mangalanam. That the holy name is the sweetest of all sweet things and the most auspicious of all. This is encouraging. Most auspicious. Uh, Because someone may not have faith. So therefore, uh, this is is described. And also, uh, Sakala Nigama Bali Satpalam Chitswarupam. And it is the, the highest fruit of all the Vedas. All the Vedic understandings, uh, and it is totally spiritual. And sakudapi uh, parigitam, even if you chant it one time, shadaya heleava, with great faith or even with with negligence, no, it will have its effect. Of course, if you do it with negligence, the effect will be slower and 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 impeded by offenses. So, but but he confirms that Bhigavara Naramatram Tarayat Krishna Nama. The only way to cross over the ocean of material existence is chanting of the holy name. So, uh, so therefore, it is sufficient, and it can it can relieve us of all sinful activities. The power of chanting the holy name was proved by the liberation of Ajamil. When Ajamil chanted the holy name of Narayan, he did not precisely remember the Supreme Lord. Instead, he remembered his own son. At the time of death, Ajamil was, certainly was not very clean. Indeed, he was famous as a great sinner. Furthermore, one's physiological condition is completely disturbed at the time of death. And in such an awkward condition, it would certainly have been very difficult for a Jamil to have chanted clearly. Nevertheless, a Jamil achieved liberation simply by chanting the holy name of the Lord. Therefore, what is to be said of those who are not sinful like a Jamil? It is to be concluded that with a strong vow, one should chant the holy name of the Lord. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. For thus, for thus, one will certainly be delivered from the clutches of Maya by the grace of Krishna. <clears throat> so one may question: uh, I'm not sinful like a Jamil. No, I'm, I'm get up every morning, go to Mangalartik, chant the holy name. You know, maybe personal Mangalartik. No? Uh, like, there's the deities, Hare Krishna, and I have to go to work. But it should be a little better than that. But even if, you know, we're making an effort, we're following the four regulated principles, uh, why is it that I have such a difficulty in feeling the attraction for the holy name? Well, sometimes I refer to what Krishna said in Bhagavad Gita, 
यो यो यम यम तनुम भक्ता श्रद्धा If you want to worship the demi he's speaking about the demigods but we can extend it beyond the demigods the demigods are their potencies you no know? money power fame you no know? uh the things that shri chaitanya mahaprabhu recommends we we be careful to utilize properly and not be attached to nadanam najanam nasundarim and um so we have to be um Krishna says that because whatever whatever the the greatest taste you have in life that's what you'll be enthusiastic for so if my taste is you know I want to enjoy life this way or that way even though I may not be committing gross sinful activity uh my taste I'm not focusing on the most important taste that will last and increase unlimitedly anandam vardhi anandam budivardanam no. increasing constantly uh, the other taste on the other hand decrease no. any taste that is material it will decrease so to get that taste and of course nitinanda prabhu in his class yesterday he emphasized so we have some material attachments we have some conditioning and therefore find that devotional activity that is most pleasing to you and concentrate on that so that you can develop the taste but it doesn't mean that by concentrating on that you neglect anything else and especially the chanting of the holy name but there's something that appeals to us deity worship you know cleaning the temple uh, sankirtan preaching speaking to people inviting people distributing prasadam Oh, some activity that is recommended that is related directly related to the three uh, main activities that we have in the service of Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu which is uh giving the holy name uh giving the Krishna consciousness in the form of books and giving prasadam these are our three main angas and we do something in relation to these three angas that's very pleasing but we have to continue it doesn't mean that we de-emphasize anything that shri prabhupada emphasized or that is emphasized in the bhagavatam that is essential for chanting the holy name so um, the chanting of the hari krishna mantra is recommended even for persons who commit offenses because if they continue chanting they will gradually chant offenselessly by chanting the hari krishna mantra without offenses one increases his love for krishna as stated by shri chaitanya mahaprabhu prema pumarto mahan one's main concern should be to increase one's attachment to the supreme personality of godhead and to increase one's love for him in this regard shri lavishwanath chakravarti thakur quotes the following verse from the shrimad bhagavatam evam dharmaya manushyanam udavat mani vedinam mai sanjayate bhakti konyo ritto swavishyat phaswa swa 
My dear Uddhava, the supreme religious system for human society is that by which one can awaken his dormant love for me. Commenting on this verse, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur describes the word bhakti by saying, Premaivokta, Kaanya Artasya. In the presence of bhakti, what is the necessity of liberation? And here's the verse that I wanted to emphasize at the end of the purport. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur also quotes this verse from the Padma Purana, which Srila Prabhupada quotes many times. Nama parada yuktanam naman yeva harantyakam avishranti payuktani tandyevata karanicha. So, Even if in the beginning one chants the Hare Krishna mantra with offenses, one will become free of such offenses by chanting again and again. One becomes free from all sinful reactions if one chants day and night following the recommendation of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It was Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who quoted the following verse. Harinama, Harinama, Harinameva Kevalam, Kalona Steva, Nasteva, Nasteva Gatiranyata. In this age of quarrel and hypocrisy, the only means of deliverance is chanting the holy name of the Lord. There is no other way. There is no other way. There is no other way. If the members of the Krishna consciousness movement strictly follow this recommendation of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, their position will always be very secure. Srila Prabhupada, in his introduction to the songbook, said that the safest place in the three worlds is is in Krishna Bhajan, chanting the holy name of Krishna. Safest place. So the safest place is not a physical place. Not uh, by locking our doors with three locks on the door, or by having insurance policy, or by... No. The safest place... Because there's no safe place in the material world. No safe place. But the safest place is in the Sankirtan movement. And so part of the Sankirtan movement, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said to Nityananda and Haridas Thakur, Shunu Shunu Nityananda Shunu Haridas Sarvatra Amaragya Koroho Prakash. That, my dear Nityananda and Haridas, please hear this carefully. No. Please take my order and spread it everywhere. So, what was that order? No. The order was Atta Eva Ami Agya Dilun Sabakari Jahan Tahan Premapala Deha Tari Tari. That Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, I cannot distribute these fruits of love of Godhead everywhere to everyone. Of course he could, but he wanted to give credit to his devotees because the Lord always wants to give credit to his devotees. So therefore, he said, I order everyone in the universe. That includes us. No. Uh, of course, one may think that uh, my consciousness is... is uh, fixed on Krishna, so I'm outside the universe. But still, because your physical body is in the universe, no, uh, we have to follow the, the order of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. 
And that is that we have to distribute these fruits of love of God. And what are they? The Hare Krishna Mahamantra, Srila Prabhupada's books. There are many different types, just like we have mangoes and bananas and all kinds. So there are many different types of fruits of love of Godhead. And the Lord is ordering us that we should distribute this. Patti Ghari Ghari Gya, Kodoi Bhiksha. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, go door to door. No, uh, the um, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses they go door to door, and what is their philosophy? No, but they go door to door. Everybody goes door to door. So, so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, go to door to door, and you should beg, but not for rice, not for money, no, not for anything else. Beg them, Bolo Krishna, Bhajya Krishna, no, Koro Krishna, Shiksha. That chant the holy name, hear about Krishna, and and take to your heart Krishna's instruction. And then, uh, Bolo Krishna, Bhajo Krishna, Loho Krishna Nam. Take this holy name, chant it, and repeat it again and again. Krishna Mata, Krishna Pita, Krishna Dhanapran. Because Krishna is everything for you. Your mother, your father, your greatest treasure everything for the devotee. Therefore, take these things. These, This is the fruit of love of God. Take it. Of course, first we have to take it ourselves before we can distribute it. But this is the begging of a devotee. A devotee's duty is to beg everyone to chant the holy name. It's like Srila Prabhupada mentions in one purport uh, in the cleansing of the Gundicha temple where he's quoting from Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. And he says... He explains that jiva himsa, one of the six weeds that can grow in the heart, means that if you have the opportunity to give Krishna or Krishna's name or understanding about Krishna to someone and you don't do it, this is the greatest violence. No. It's greater violence than you know physical violence. Because you know, some physical violence that it happens and it's over. But if you neglect if someone comes in contact with us and we have the opportunity to give them prasadam, give them the holy name, give them a book, and we don't do it. No. Then Krishna brought that person to us and we neglected them. No. Krishna gave us the opportunity to be his instrument and we neglected it. No. So this is such an important thing. This is the essence of the Sankirtan movement. No. And what we're doing here in this Kirtan Mela this uh, Kirtan 50, well, now it's what, what 50, uh, 53, 54, anyway. Oh. Um, what we're doing is what Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did for his devotees. They all come together, they chant the holy name, oh. um, they uh, become absorbed in the holy name. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did this behind closed doors. So we also have closed doors, no? although we, we're not restricting anyone. But the purpose, what is the purpose of this? So that as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's intimate associates did, then we go out and give that holy name to everyone. No? We become surcharged. No? Not that we're running on empty and we come to the, uh, to the Kirtan Mela to try to you know, keep going. That, that we can also do. But better... 
better to run on a full tank, become ecstatic by the chanting of the holy name, and then be able to give it to everyone. Srila Prabhupada says in another purport in, in this section of the Bhagavatam that the purpose of this Krishna consciousness movement is to give the holy name to everyone. No. That is the purpose. No. In, in, in Antilila, uh, Srila Prabhupada makes the statement that the mission of the, uh, that the mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is to give the holy name to everyone. His, his internal purpose was different. His internal purpose was to taste the nectar that Srimati Radharani experiences in her love for Krishna, the, uh, the sweetness she tastes from it and the happiness she gets from that sweetness. But the external purpose, because we're not quite on that platform of tasting the prema of Srimati Radharani, maybe another two weeks or so, but, no. <laughs> but in the meantime, no, we should... Be concentrated on them. Whatever we're doing, there's always a way to give the holy name. No. There's always a way. Even if one is working, just like when I was working, I was in the army, and the way I, I figured out how to try to give the holy name to people was I just tried to be happy, even though everybody else was miserable. No. And then they all said, Why are you happy? This is miserable. And I say, because I'm chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Ram Ram. And they would listen. Some of them chanted. Three of them became devotees. You know? And so, uh, even whatever circumstance we're in, you know, just like Arjuna heard the Bhagavad Gita on the battlefield, so I heard the Bhagavad Gita uh, in the army, and someone else may hear the Bhagavad Gita in some other way. But uh, whatever the circumstance is, there's always a way, if you want to do it, if you want to please Krishna, who has come in the form of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we have to give this holy name. No? So sometimes, just to conclude, because we have the uh, kirtan starting up, um, so, in the beginning, we chant the holy name with difficulty, you know, uh, especially at Japa. Kirtan is very wonderful because it has that uh, potency. You get the potency from everyone else. Even if you're lamenting, you know, or you're thinking about something else, if you're in, of course, if you're really determined to be in Maya, you can even be Maya in the most ecstatic kirtan. You know? But, you know, but if you if you just participate, we get such shakti. But we should never we should understand that I'm having some success when I feel the same transcendental bliss when I'm chanting japa. No. And really, to be to chant kirtan, you have to experience the bliss of japa. Otherwise, your chanting will be a performance. Of course, here in the Bhagavatam, in previous verses, it says. Uh, even if one is uh, chanting out of tradition uh, uh, for a musical presentation, uh, uh, for, uh, I can't remember, four things, and then uh, still it will have some effect. But if we want to chant the Mahamantra for the pleasure of the devotees, you know, then we have to feel the pleasure of 
chanting the holy name at every moment. When there's no difference. There's really no difference in what I'm feeling in chanting japa and kirtan. Then we can know I'm having some success. And of course, the greatest success was given by Rupa Goswami. Najani janita kiyadbir amritaya krishnete jahari. That when we chant these two syllables, Krishna, we cannot fathom how much nectar there is. Just like for most of us, we have, we have some difficulty in chanting the holy name in japa because we don't have enough attraction. And also the topmost Mahabhagavats, they have difficulty in chanting the holy name because there's so much nectar that they go into ecstasy. No, no. But better to have that difficulty than most of our difficulty. Uh, which is our mind is just wandering so many different places. Our mind is thinking, well, the next hour and a half I'm going to be sitting here, so uh, what will I think about? No. I'm stuck here, especially if you're chanting in the temple. No. I'm stuck here for the next hour and a half, so you know, what can I think about? No. But that's our tendency, and therefore, as, uh, as Krishna says, and emphasize, Srila Prabhupada emphasizes again and again through this purport, Satatam Kirtayantoma, uh, that we always have to chant the holy name, and Yatantas Chadridha Vrtaha. And it will require determination. It requires determination. It can't, doesn't just happen automatically. We have to be determined. And if we have that term, determination, then. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Kirtaniyas Dahari. Krishna said, Satatam Kirtayantomam. Srila Prabhupada is saying here again and again, quoting different references, uh, that the, the, the purpose is. And as the verse coming from Padma Purana says, Avrishanti Prayuktani. That Prayuktani means always together. No. It means you always have to be, you cannot separate yourself. No, avishanti, from this great vow, from this great determination. No. Uh, as quoted by many different uh, in great Vaishnavas in their purports, and you know, what Ishwara Puri said to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, no, quoting from the Bhagavatam, that evam uh, priya nama, no, we have to make the, the holy name the most dear thing to our heart. And that requires concentration, determination, hearing the Bhagavatam, becoming convinced that this holy name is the solution to everything. And then our chanting will become successful. So these are some thoughts I had on this verse and on the... Uh, I wanted to let Srila Prabhupada do most of the speaking, you know, that then I'm not so qualified, so uh, uh, try to say a little something. So I'll stop here. Any questions, any comments? Yes. Thank you for your class, I just know. Um, in the, but in the uh, Prabhupada's purport, um, by simply ordering the name of the Lord, one is freed from all sinful reactions. Is that referring to without offenses? Um, yeah, chanting once always refers to without offense. No. Okay. 
If you chant once without offense, just like Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, just like Lay's potato chips, no? He says, I, you, I bet you can't just eat one. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, if you chant the holy name once without offenses, you can't stop. No? So that's what we have to try to do. The story of Ajamil is showing us that it doesn't matter how difficult life is, if you just try to chant without offenses. And of course, Srila Prabhupada explains in another place about this, this verse, no? Uh, Nama Parada Yuktanam. Uh, he says, what this means is that one should continually chant, trying to chant without offenses. No? Otherwise, uh, why do we, re- we repeat the ten offenses in the morning? It's not just a ritual to take up a few minutes so that we can somehow or another get through this difficult period when I'm feeling tired. No? It's meant that we meditate. We constantly meditate. When we chant, we meditate. I don't want to commit these offenses. And for most devotees, the, most, the two most difficult uh, offenses to avoid are chanting inattentively and uh, not cultivating any material desires. Srila Prabhupada said that you know, we already have enough material desires when we come to Krishna consciousness. Even if you're born in Krishna consciousness, no. If you're born in this world, unless you're Prabhupada or Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, you're born because you have to overcome some obstacles. Even though you were performing devotional service, someone who was born in this Krishna consciousness movement, it means that they they were seriously performing Krishna consciousness. And there was some obstacle. No. So, Whatever our situation may be, that obstacle will create material desires. This body automatically, eating, sleeping, mating, defending, it automatically happens when we have a material body. Even pure devotees have to go through that just to show us how to traverse the difficulty of having a material body. So, um, that's very difficult, but that's something we have to work on. We have to transform, as Naratham Das Thakur says, we have to transform our desires, uh, Krishna Karmarpanam. We have to see how I can, whatever I desire, how can I do it in such a way that I can offer it to Krishna. And that's our challenge. And by doing that, uh, it's mentioned by Bhaktivinoda Thakur, that by doing that, even though we're chanting, we're not on the offenseless chanting stage, because we're trying not to commit offenses, Krishna recognizes that effort, and that becomes offenseless chanting. So, but if you can do it one time, then you'll clear away all the so much background noise coming from the mind and the senses. Uh-huh. And what happens on the streets? We get people to chant the Mahamantra sometimes. What happens when they do that chanting? Well, they may not chant offenselessly, no. But it's so powerful. I mean, we've all seen it. People, just by being in one kirtan or one harinam, no, they just become, they take a book, they ask about it, they become transformed. And, they, and a devotee has so much faith in the holy name that they don't, uh, we don't expect that transformation to take place immediately. Uh, it's not that if we go out and distribute some books or we go out on Harinam and we see that people go like this or 
you know, that we think, oh, it's it's not working. No. Or we even worse, we, we chant and we don't feel the ecstasy we think is not working on me. I'm not working. That's what's happening. The holy name's working, but I'm not working. I'm not cooperating. No. So if you don't cooperate with the holy name, you don't cooperate with the Sankirtan movement, or if you go on Harinam Sankirtan or distribute books or whatever, but you don't offer the holy name from your heart. No, you do it as, you know, something I have to do or some ritual or some, then it won't have the same effect. So if you, if we want to see people get the benefit, then we have to cultivate that benefit within our hearts. Not in a selfish way. No. But in, in a way of, this is how I can give the holy name. Uh, I can give the holy name if I have it. You can't give something you don't have. And so, and if you give something, just like if I sell brushes or whatever, no, uh, and I sell a whole lot of them, then the, the, the person who produces them will provide me with more. No. So, if I, if I if I'm very anxious and desirous to give the holy name, then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will give us more, more nectar, so that we can give the holy name in a better way. So it all depends on that determination. No. Hare Krishna. Yeah. So, you, uh, in the first paragraph of the purport, it said. Haridas Thakur confirmed that simply by chanting the holy name, one is liberated even if he does not chant completely inoffensively. So even if someone is committing offense and chanting, uh, he is liberated. So what kind of liberation is it? Well, it's just like uh, it says that if you pull the Ratyatra cart, you're liberated. But it doesn't say when. No. Because <laughs> you're liberated it means you're on the path of bhakti. You're getting Lord Jagannath's mercy. No. You, if you're doing it unconsciously, liberation will come. No, but you have to, you know, you have to follow the rest of the uh, process. No. Not just okay. I pulled on Jagannath's cart. Now, no, I'll just go and enjoy life, and then I'll be liberated. No. <laughs> because it may not happen in this lifetime if you don't make the effort, and then it can happen in one second. No, if you chant offenselessly. Anyone else? Okay, thank you all very much. And all glory to Shri Guru, Shri Goranga, Shri Prabhupada ki, Shri Harinam Sankirtan ki, Nitai Gaur Pemanandi, Anantakuti Vaishnava Bindi ki jai.